Hello, and welcome to Scuttlebutt, the war movie review podcast. We're happy to have you with us as we take a look at films from the dawn of cinema to today. We aim to provide a raw and unapologetic review of each film's cinematography, historical accuracy, and delivery. In the process of analysis, certain details will be revealed. These spoilers are only divulged to ensure a fair assessment of each film. Happy Halloween! We jump into hell this week with J.J. Abrams' 2018 World War II horror epic, Overlord. As always, I'm joined by Mike A. Hello. Mike B. Hello. And Zombie Nate. I, I, well, yeah. I, I didn't realize it was a J.J. Abrams movie that explains why there's no smoke monster around, so, you know. <laughs> not, not, still, not still butthurt about that series almost 15 years later, but you know, whatever. I'm lost on what you're talking about. I don't know <laughs> what, yeah, what are you referencing, dude? No fucking clue what, what Nate's talking about. Some anyway. forgotten show or something that he produced? Uh, m- something much, that much, once much had... forgotten show. What was it? Lost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what an ironic title. <laughs> the, the, the fucking series? Yeah, yeah he, I guess he, he, he started. It. He started the first uh, season. And then I think he, it, first or second season, then he ran... And did something else, and then those. That's why it was dog of, shit after. Yeah, after it took he like left, a, yeah. a big doo doo dump. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, that's I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's correct. But don't quote me on it. And now well, here we are. We won't. <laughs> we won't trust. Should have fucking dropped the Star Wars, but you know, or he did drop the Star Wars, but he shouldn't have come back. I don't know. There we go. Anyway, off the rails already. Go ahead, Brian. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, fucking. So what do you think, guys? I'm back on the good mic setup, so now I'm talking a lot more. God forbid. <laughs> The man with the uh, lisp is still talking. Go ahead. All right, then, penis. Why don't you tell us what you thought? Nate, you have a lot of thoughts on this, so apparently. you go first. So. I, well, I, I like this movie a lot, and apparently I'm in the minority. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's it's. I mean, I'll just quickly dive into it. I mean, the the there, there's there. I'm not a big horror fan at all. Like, I absolutely despise horror movies. Like, I kind of avoid them like the plague. Um, but I kind of avoid gravitated with to this movie due to its theme of Nazi zombies and being, you know, t- the height of, you know, COD zombie gameplay for Xbox and everything. It's like, that's what I like. Gravit. I just, I like that. And it's a good mixture of horror and everything. And, you know, the time period that we like. So it's a good, you know, mixture of interest. I think the problem is, is that, we've been kind of traumatized by terrible uh horror world war ii movies uh and and most horror war t- or war movies in general um you know that it's always kind of refreshing at least to me that even though this movie suffers from a few things um you know the narrative modern times etc um i still think it is very high in capturing like really good um uh uh kind of like the aesthetic of nazi zombies and all that kind of stuff and it just feels really really unique and the flow is not crazy crazy you know all over the place there's not some weird like plot twists and everything it's like you can read it from a mile away and yet you'll still enjoy it um however (laughs) watching it again today it 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 did kind of age for me from the last time I've watched it, but I still thoroughly enjoyed it for, uh, I guess, gun nerd and horror or like very baby kindergarten horror movie. So 
anyway, that's that's how I feel about it. I I really liked watching this movie. I like having it on, so it it hit pretty good. Um, I'll pass off to Mike A though because he sent me a message. <laughs> This afternoon, that was not like that, but I said, give it time, it will grow on you. It's not like, you know, it's not Master and Commander, but it's... Listen, I knew it wasn't that going into it. Um, So, uh, no, it's just funny that it's it's all the set of circumstances. Like, today I got some... I was doing my... I was doing work, and then, you know, I got off work, and then I was looking at uh, some stuff. I bought some art supplies for a project that I'm doing in the future, and then I'm like, you know, I could be working on this great project that might you know help something historically and you know with you know further research and all that and i'm watching this fucking you movie. did open your whole entire <laughs> grievance with that quote which was i could be making I, uh... like very very like important art and you're well, well, distracting it's, it's, me it's, it's typical mike a guilt trip bullshit <laughs> that you know we all have to endure <laughs> yes, uh, you and, have, yes, yeah. I, I can't help it that my my you know I'm just I'm so important apparently. No, just, <laughs> well, it's but. it's like just to, let's let's frame this for people because again something I've learned in this podcast is you have to conceptualize things. So mm-hmm. everyone here I think has seen the Big Lebowski, including most of our audience. <laughs> you know, so you know the the painting sequence, you know, where Mike straps himself up into a harness and puts <laughs> on some music and just but ass you naked know, and flies that, around just, the room. Yeah, that, yeah. That's going to be WN62. <laughs> the, no, the, we, he, we pulled him you. out of his dream. No, and he asks watches. you if the word vagina bothers you. Vagina. Yes. Ha, 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 Oh, yeah? Ha, I love his response. Nate, you took it to the fucking degree that did not need they, to be. They do that in this I know! Fuck stick. I've fucking seen the film a million times. I'm putting him in the. I'm putting him in the moment. I want him to think about swinging across the room. You know, it's fine. Just, just play, play the scene. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, link in description. Yeah, um, curtains match. Link in the, the bio. Curtains. Link in the bio. So, so anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I had never seen this before today, and um, and I knew going in it was going to be like, okay, just you know, just throw throw history aside. Like I know it's not that. Um, I think if I had seen this like with all of you, if we were like having a late night hangout, like how we did, you know, a few months back, and we had this on, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. But I watched it by myself in the middle of the daytime, and uh, and it, it was like, okay, um, yeah, I see what's going on here, you know, whatever. But um, I don't know, it was okay. I thought the the best elements of it were the cinematography. I thought uh, they made the look of it was really cool. You know, it it uh, it 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 made all of the World War II shit that you love look really cool. You know, that's what I thought, you know, and uh, and it's um, unshamedly World War Two porn when it comes to that. I mean, like the, the immediately when we get into combat, you have paratroopers and SS with Sturmgewehr. You know, it's like it's that all that imagery that everyone loves, you know, <laughs> all that shit, you know, SS insignia, Sturmgewehr, you know, Stahlhelm, paratrooper and stuff like that. It's like all that stuff that everyone loves um, to look at, you know, and um so yeah, I got it, and it was like okay, and I just kind of enjoyed it for what it was, and uh, you know, just some some uh, some fun, some some dumb fun. <laughs> and, and and I think I, I think I said to you, I think I said it, it could be worse. We could have done like Nazis at the center of the earth. I have not seen that yet. So oh, uh, it's yeah. oh, Nerf guns are the guns. 
that's what you see. And really, oh yeah, <laughs> it could be a lot worse, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I there was I was just laughing at a lot of stuff, honestly, because I'm just in my mind thinking about the reality of everything versus what this, you know, what this is. And, um, like the whole time. Okay. So this, this apparently is supposed to be D day, right? You know, the, or the D day, not just the, you know, you know, which one I'm talking about, you know, <laughs> the, the title of the fucking movie. And, um, you pay D day, right? Right. Yeah. yeah it's terrible. Right, yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> or no, e- no, no, this is Normandy. Normandy. This is oh, Iwo Jima detail. D day. Okay. How many black days sand. were there? I should have oh. seen the black sand everywhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine Japanese zombies. Uh, it's just like this movie. Eventually. Like on eventually. Iwo Jima. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> but, buy it with uh, the DLC, though. That's the only way you get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> but I was just laughing at a lot of it because yeah. um, it's like, okay, the invasion is happening. Like, and this guy is, you know, oh, I need to go, you know, screw this this uh, rape basically this uh french woman and then the 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 scientist doing his it's like there's an invasion happening like (laughs) you all you guys don't even think about this like that's what i was thinking about the whole time like sorry but your 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 weird wolfenstein experiments should be the last thing you're thinking about when there's a huge fucking invasion going on (laughs) and they're just like still performing their experiments like whatever but you know it's a big dumb movie so who cares um (laughs) Brian, why don't you launch into your intro? Sorry, that got a little. We we jumped the gun a little bit, but oh, sorry, I just kept going. Yeah, so... <laughs> sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Brian. This is the first time I've seen this movie, and it's uh, I don't know. I've always avoided it because of multiple things, i.e., the trailer. But um, <laughs> yep, in the last few years, I uh, you know I've been getting more into horror films and just respecting just watching films, you know, having opinions of them. So finally sat down and watched it. And it's interesting. Um, I've seen a few other war horror films. I mean, obviously, last year we did Death Watch, which is a World War I horror film. It was interesting, you know, from the subject and stuff. Uh, the Keep is another World War II horror film from the 80s. It's actually interesting. It's about these German soldiers that commit a massacre in, like, a Greek village, and then they awaken some old evil that kills all of them. And it's very 80s. It's very sci-fi. It's like, it's like this with one-tenth of the production budget. <laughs> but they're all Nazis. Like it's and by the way, like the 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 evil spirit is like a knight that's like glowing blue. It's it's ugh. we almost did that. Thank God we didn't. That sounds amazing. Next year, yeah, right. But um, no, this is an interesting movie. You know, the first ten minutes is really hard to get to if you know anything about World War Two. But once you get through that, then it's it, it, it's really hard not to watch. Um, it, it's interesting. You know, it's. There's some things I really didn't like about it. There's other things I really did like about it. And we'll get into that in a bit. But the the one thing I can say with certainty is that this is the best war horror film ever made solely based on its production value. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything else is shit. I mean, it's mostly because most horror films are cheap because they're cheap to shoot. Um, well, in quotes. But um, it's an interesting movie. And, you know, I think it gets a bad rap because people look at it at face value. But if you sit down, like Michael said, you know, and just sit with some friends or just whatever, it's worth a watch. And uh, it was for what it is. It's it's good. So, yeah, I mean, I guess Brian is like it, it was rough for the first few minutes. It really was. And it, I'm like, oh God, another fucking waste of time. But actually, like when you go into it, 
No, that's not. It, it's not like a, a historical film, like right. That you have to understand that. And if you go into it with that mindset, it's actually kind of fun, you know. And again, the production value, like Brian said, pretty good. Um, even like the technical shit that I could point out was not terrible past the first like 15, 20 minutes, you know, and it was fun. And I think this film is supposed to be fun. It's a horror. Do okay. It's a horror film. It's not a horror film. You're, you're rubbing off of me, Brian. I don't like that. <laughs> oh my God. Cause you always say it's a horror film and I'm like, no, it's a horror film. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah. Who's correct in this one? I am. <laughs> oh yeah, Mr. New, yeah. New England fucking rules okay. everything. No, 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 no. Okay, listen, listen. Uh, we can both agree to this. This is a word with a lot of O's. So let's go to our O man, Nathan. Please say horror for us. Horror, horror. One more okay, time. Okay, so he says it like horror. I said, horror. Oh horror. no, Jesus Christ! It's 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 exactly halfway in between Brian's bullshit. Yep. I, I, as oh I my God! <laughs> Let me not think about hold on. Let me not no, 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 hold just hold on, Michael. Yes. Horror. Really quick. Horror. 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 That's how I say it. It's yeah, it's horror. Horror film. Uh, wow, it's getting weirder as I go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's it's a no, witch. Just say it. You're saying like, it too okay, many I times. Just, it, it's a horror I, film. Horror film. Horror film. Yeah, so you you are exactly halfway between Michael and I, who are from the western part of the United States in general. That's so funny. we see a horror film. I, I like yeah. I'm, I'm, it has lots of O's in it. Let's let's pass it to the Marylander. And as I said O's, I just no, realized you, I you, said it really. You literally badly. said it exactly in between. That's oh. funny as shit. Speaking I love that. Of, uh, it's horror, funny. Brian, are you in hell now? What the hell? You're like really red. Like, oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. After my night came on. So. Oh okay. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't. Ju- I don't mind. I just never have seen it before. We did jump into hell. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell happened there? Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, what the hell happened there? Huh? That, Funny pun. <laughs> that was accidental. Um, Fucking did, I guess to jump into it because but Mike hasn't here. gone yet. No, he did. I thought he did. Well, I, 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 okay, I'll finish it up. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, we got distracted. It, it's hard. a fun. It's a fun picture. I'm about to tear apart certain historical things, but overall, as far as a film, like a horror film, that's where I got caught up on. Sorry. Um, yeah, you're as far right. as a horror film is concerned. I didn't hate it, so okay. Go ahead, it's, Nate. Well, it's it, it's it's an it's an odd. It is a very odd thing. It I feel like I'm in this weird like because it, it it's hard. Like I feel the same way with Death Watch. It's like it's not real. But how do you correct? You know how do you obviously Quantify the Germans? Shit, yeah, yeah, obviously the Germans didn't make zombie soldiers, at least that we know of. Well, they, they, you know, okay, they that's a conversation we'll, they, yeah, we'll get into. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into. They tried, but like, but like, yeah. But like, but like, that's, I, I'm sure there is, you know, it, like, like going into it, it's hard because it's, you have to turn off your brain yes. to, for what it is. And it's like, it's hard to not judge it the same way we judge everything else. And that's half mm-hmm. the fun with when we do the Halloween. I mean, it's the second year we've been doing it. Um, and I yeah with Death same. Watch it was like we did the same thing we turned off our brain and like just kind of analyzed it and then right in in it, terms yeah, of so, yeah. in terms of what would be correct for the time period yep. so yep. jumping into that um, the things that I can talk about that I that I can that I have a lot of knowledge on that I can you know confidently say 
the 34 was a little slow, but the best representation of a 34 I've seen in a very long time. And the STG 44s were great. I mean, fantastic. And the Thompson run by, um, I can't remember his name, but it's um, Wyatt. Um, Wyatt. Wyatt uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's the son of Kurt yeah. Russell. Wyatt yeah, Russell. Wyatt Russell. Yeah, yeah. Wyatt he Russell. he that that Thompson. It would go in and out of perfect firing rate, but for the most part, I love it. It's it's awesome. You see, it's also an M one Thompson. Yes, so which it is has really this, fucking cool. Yeah. yeah, and the and the and again, like the the whole particle hits. Like talking as a cinematographer, it's like all the squibs going off on the ground and the dirt and everything like that. Like most of that's practical. It's really well timed. Um tasteful in when i say this and i say this as best i can for tasteful but tasteful injuries like actually impactful injuries and things with it being a horror movie it's like you gotta be act somewhat accurate i feel like it's like you have the skills definitely have the skills of people to nail it accurately so why not you know everyone's getting shot in the head exactly yeah <laughs> um the one the one thing i will say um and i'm surprised that Mike B didn't notice it, but maybe he did. Um, and and actually, you, Mike A, is um, the eagles on the shoulders and the uniforms are not correct at all. They're not the SS ones. No, they're not no, correct they're, at all. They I don't have that. any uh, swat. They don't have the swastika. On no, it's the that, at all. And that, no. Okay, so again, oh, you didn't notice this. We're fucking like fresh into this fucking review i know i'm just i we're I, not even there yet nate okay what did you fuck? notice it then okay there's yes. my question no i did because here's the thing is they have to do that if they're gonna be able to um screen this in a lot of countries yes i know and so know. it's but but, but, but no but also I, they were there if you look in certain like light and everything they're darkened right. well the thing is is i think that's really good because a lot of films, and the reason why I was going to jump into it and right off yeah. the bat is that a lot of films, when they just don't blatantly have it because they want to get into Germany or whatever, it's like, you know, they, mm-hmm. they just they, they don't even have them or they do them really badly. These are really well done with without having that little detail. And I think it took me several rewatches over the years to even realize that. So I'm not, yeah, and they, I'm they, not they, like they hounding them for it. I think sw- it's very they're, well they're done. They're there. Yeah. I'm serious. They're there. If you look at them in a few shots, because I, w- I was noticing that too, and I'm like, okay, so it's like the f- ones you get from fucking India and Pakistan or whatever. Right. But they're like the bullion ones, or like the, not the bullion, the um, just the regular eagles. But they darken the swastika. They're there, but they're not visible from like 99% of it. Right. And right. it's like, okay. And also, um, so that guy would have been SD, right? I, I forgot the fucking German word. They created like this weird patch that they wore on their um, lower left arm. Below that, mm-hmm. they created a weird patch that didn't it didn't have the SD insignia on there. Also, probably to be able to be screened in these countries. Right. Yeah. Because that was a patch that I've never seen before at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe it existed, or maybe they just made up their own. But like. Yeah, because, like, the SD was basically responsible for, like, rounding up um, Jews and, and, and political enemies and everybody who's an enemy of the state at that point, right? Right, right. And they would have worn the SD patch. Like, you see in uh, Inglorious Bastards, right? 
he wore an SD patch down here mm -hmm. on his uh, left thing. But this this film had them wear this like weird patch, and I don't know. And so well, it's it's just like again, I think it comes down to the. I feel like you need to know this stuff to actually kind of hide those things like 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 without without it being so fairly obvious. And this is very, very like detail oriented to talk yeah. right now. Yep. But yep. but like like let's just tie it to like other movies that we've gone over, like where they just don't even have anything because they want to have that. And that's fine. But it's like for us and we can't turn off our brains with this stuff it's like that's what we want to see we want to be put it because because it's those details that matter for us to be placed into a world and mm -hmm. i think i think you know the the whole setting of the film the whole aesthetic of the film does a really good job to place it in that time period in that setting because if you don't if it's obviously like and i'm going to make something up let's just say like they were using well let's use the last movie we did field of honor let's say like you know, we're trying to do Korea, but we all are wearing Vietnam flak jackets. Like mm -hmm. to yeah. an obvious to a person who doesn't know Dick, Dick from Tat, it's like okay, fine. But it's like for us, that takes us out of it. And so the fact that you know you're taking yeah. a fantasy, a fantasy, that can't say it, fantasy, you know, story and trying to input it into a world of uh, that that is part of our history, I think it's it does a really good job of taking those details and altering them to fit the things that they need to get done to get yes. what they need to do. Uh, uh, and that's my point. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. And so yep. like that that's what I think is really interesting about the movie and I think like it's really cool that they're able to have like, if we talk about the gun stuff it's like STG44s instead of fucking uh MP40s. what did Brian what did Brian say the Soviets use like M like uh what they what they do they? Oh no! The Soviets took STG forty fours and made them into M sixteens or something. Wasn't that what you yeah. said? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that was the thing in the Cold at War. least. Yeah, at least it wasn't something like that where it's like they had some kind of like STG fifty eight or some abomination of like that, like for STG forty four. So that was just really cool. I mean, that's just me rambling about those those details, but like I think it's really really relevant for a film like this to be that particular to keep it in that now. I want to stay away from like modern talk, like and all that other, like or modern um, filmmaking in that sense. And decisions were made on cast and characters, and that's fine. I want to stay away from that, just just with this. But like, other than that, it's like because I know that history, and I know that wouldn't be the thing. It's like that was. Other than that, I think they they pretty much nail it. At least it's not um, my way, where the airborne's dropping on the beach. <laughs> uh, you know, like that one's actually a much worse depiction of D Day than this is. <laughs> yeah, Brian, go ahead. I got my way vibes in the beginning. There's, yeah, there's hardcore my way vibes. C forty seven delivering paratroopers in Normandy in the daylight. Hardcore fucking. Now, when the planes took off, the sun was setting. That was true because it was double overtime war, or whatever. So the sun set at nine thirty or ten thirty at night. But it's not daylight. So that was true. No, it's not. You, you're not stare at. By the time they got to the coast of England, it was fucking pitch black. Yeah. yeah, you know that's that's just none such the, a fallacy. None of the ships are in formation either. They're just like just all yeah, just, randomly and they're going. all like battleships. And <laughs> yeah, shit, man. it's like oh, look at the cool stuff. It's but, like it should be rows of fucking uh, LCIs. Yeah, and like you know LSTs. The 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 common theme from what I'm hearing from all of you is like you all said, and I told Mike A this like wait, just wait, 
just wait it will know, filter yeah. itself out the, like i was having biggest... to remind myself of that when I was, I was like wait a minute this is a stupid like sci-fi movie or something like yeah right wait. yeah it's a horror movie yeah <laughs> yeah my movie. biggest gripe with the whole thing it, this will make mike b laugh is that they jump into france with m1 garands not in Griswold bags and just on them. I was thinking of that it's too. Like, They're just like having between now, their legs. He's there not laughing. Thing, he's just dying there inside. There was a thing. <laughs> during the war, you, you'd have to take apart your M1 and you put it in a Griswold bag, which was this bag that would go off your leg that you could put an M1 in. It was broken into three parts, the fire or the trigger group, the barreled action and the stock. Guys learned the 82nd first in Sicily because they had a really bad drop on fucking uh, Gala that you can jump into combat with firearms, but you have to break them up. So some guys, and they actually talk about this in Banner Brothers, they would put their rifles into their jumpsuits or um, what do you call it? Uh, parachutes a certain way where you could jump with it and then quickly put it together. That's what I usually see. But yeah, but just holding stuff <laughs> is like... It's because... And the Brian, BAR... Brian no, is- I know what it is. But like <laughs> on top of that, the BAR with an airborne man is just like, oh my god. Yeah. There were some guys that had BARs and paratroopers. Yeah. But they didn't jump into fucking France with them. They got them off dead troops. It's because like, yeah, it's because the, no, par- the I know the paratrooper kits they got for the movie didn't come with those. So, <laughs> but it's just that was my biggest pet peeve. It's like you're you can't jump out of a plane holding a rifle. That's right. Like, they're just like who if, gives a shit. Yeah, obviously Dude. they're fighting fucking Nazi zombies and shit and you, whatever. But. I, you, that's like the biggest fucking historical problem in my opinion. Well, so. and so, okay, that and, um, so we'll talk about the weapons first. And I'm going to talk about one other thing that you may have missed. Um, there were guys that I've seen that get loaded onto C-47s in D-Day or on, or before D-Day. And they've got their fucking rifles slung around their equipment in a certain way where it's like, they've got like a strap over the sling. So it's, gonna fucking be there okay they're gonna jump in with the whole thing the muzzle might get a shitload of dirt in it who gives a fuck right thompson's uh fucking uh carbines a lot of the times they had the 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 pouches for them on their leg and leg bag yep, yep exactly and so not the leg bag but like that actual like uh holster it's, like a holster, yeah. it's a scabbard if you want to be <clears throat> a scabbard yeah, yeah correct yeah. Mm-hmm. and so but like uh because they had the folding stock and everything so it was small um guys with the m1s sometimes would drop into zones with their shit slung and put on their gear in a way that they would be able to make the jump and still use both their fucking hands and have their rifle, right? That was not shown at all in this. And also, also, in the Normandy (laughs) jumps, they had, where the fuck is it? Don't hit your mic this time. These fucking chin cups, the leather ones, they did not have the Vietnam, like the late World War II ones are khaki. So these were Vietnam ones that they had in the film. They had the fucking separated, like, you know, canvas fucking chin right. straps on these guys. Um, no, it would have been this mm-hmm. at Normandy. Garen fucking teed. I don't think any of them had scrim on their helmets either, did they? I only well, that, that's not that's not as big of an issue. Yeah, I know. But, but yes, also also they would have they would have the airborne guys definitely would have done this shit. So those chin straps they were using, uh, and I'll, I'll let you go, Brian. Uh, but like a uh, the chin straps they were using in this film were Vietnam era like fucking M one C chin straps, 
And that's totally not accurate for Normandy at all. So go ahead, Brian. Yeah, that later in the war, they had the, the cotton chin straps like you're mentioning, and they were four-hole and they were five-hole. Four-hole was the correct one that they used at Varsity, and five-hole is the, the immediately post-war one that's like the Vietnam era. And they were both OD, they were OD7. I'm sorry, OD2. OD yeah. I'm sorry. Yep, yep. They are OD2. Yeah, because they were a lot lighter three. color. But like it was so late at Normandy, they didn't have that no. fucking concept. And it Some- was like... So some paratroopers, because it's funny, it comes down to combat experience. The guys that were in Sicily, 82nd Airborne, and in Italy, 505th mostly, some of those guys cut holes in their fucking leather chin cups because it fit better. There were certain little modifications that were done. And what's funny to add to that, 101st was a new division. Mm -hmm. They didn't see fucking shit. So none of those guys would have yep. done any of those little nuances of because you're you're stateside and you're jumping into Europe. Um, and lastly, so about the scrim thing, scrim is funny. Scrim and a paratrooper helmet markings go down to like battalion level usually. And what's really funny is that the second battalion of the five hundred six, the battalion that Easy Company was part of, there's no photos of them that exist of them wearing the spades on their helmets in Normandy or scrim. The second battalion just didn't do it, whatever reason. Because we have all the photos of them getting on the C-47s. So, like, it's very particular. The 508th was known to have crazy amounts of scrim and even, like, self-modified helmets with mess kits and uh, D-rings and stuff, crazy stuff. The 505th was known to have a little bit of scrim or no scrim at all. And then, I forget, the 507th was known to have a ton of the luminous discs in the back. So, like, it's just, each one is a little, yeah. So each one is a little different, but it's it's very specific. Like you just have to have the photos. And luckily, like I said, there were photographers at every single airfield. So we have photos of the sticks. We have photos of the guys. We have all that. But that was something that Band of Brothers actually got wrong. The spade and the uh the Well, it, it's kind of so. like the thing that like, you know, to Helen Back got wrong, the film, is that oh, yeah, the their decals. third ID didn't start, they didn't start marking their helmets until after Anzio. Mm. At Anzio. There's documentation they did it before. No, 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 I know, for but the, like for the okay. march to Rome. Well, not in Salerno though. Salerno's uh, Anzio's after Salerno. And yeah, so Salerno. September of '43. I'm aware, January of like, '44. I know, but like um, before the Anzio, first iterations of helmet markings in the Mediterranean start at Anzio with the Rangers and with the Third Infantry Division. The Rangers had battalions use different letter markings on the back of their helmets or the camouflage things they Dude, used. Salerno then, actually, actually, the 36th is one of the first. Well. 36 is different. I, sh- I should have rephrased what I said, but as far as like on but a you know very, I mean? like very big yeah. scale, yeah. And the third ID is hard because there's four or five different variations. Yeah, and they the, get yeah, it's, they the get, war, yeah so. exactly. And like the 36th at Salerno actually started painting fucking the decals on the 30, them, right? The fr- 34th also did it a lot too. On the front of the helmet, yep. And, um, mm-hmm. and that was the thing, but like it wasn't a really widespread thing. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, well, now the third, when we go to Anzio, that we're going to do these, and then we're going to have spades on the back of our helmets, or you know the bars, the invasion bars, you know whatever that we see in like all these films. And invasion um, bars, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, the 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 uh, vertical ones for officers and the horizontal ones for NCOs. That's not invasion. That's that's just standard. It has nothing to do with an invasion. Nothing have, to do with. Must have different sources then because. Oh, that has nothing to do with an invasion. That was done all the time. Mostly it was done by tape. And there was a regulation bigger. Early in the war, it was larger. And then later in the war, they made it slimmer. They, they cut it like by a third. 
So no, that's a that's just a NCO thing, and that was just not done or done depending on combat experience in your unit. Most of the time, it was done with tape, medical tape, but that but all my research has nothing to do with invasion. It's pre-torch. It's a it was the practice that was just done, and that or not done because of replacements and just a, a million different reasons. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it, that's what I said. Our research might be different. Um, so yeah, I mean, but anyway, um, <clears throat> in this film. <laughs> they had fucking second battalion five hundred six easy company. They had the fucking dot or the the rectangle underneath the fucking spade. And here's the thing too, that fucking hole like when they're flying in to Normandy, that was almost almost directly ripped off from episode two of the Band Brothers. Oh yeah, it was almost directly ripped off. Well, that's that's. Are, are we talking about the movie again? Sorry, I just jumped back in. Yeah, we're talking about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh, one second, Brian. But uh, well, that was one thing I said yeah. to Nate when I was watching mm-hmm. it. I said, "Oh, they, they were like, you know, uh, Flash, Thunder, Kurahi," and I'm just like, "Oh, it's a good thing they watch Band of Brothers for research." Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> to jump on uh, Mike's point, dude. Uh, the one thing I didn't like about this movie was how unoriginal it was. It's so yep. many points. Like, mm-hmm. it's just. He, no. J.J. Abrams watched Band of Brothers and watched SPR and was like, that's the fucking water exactly, scene, exactly. the jump scene, like the fucking guy dying. That's what like, David just, Ayer did for Fury. It's just, yeah, it's like, it's just all that shit. Uh, I didn't feel that though when you I watched it. We'll get into that shit one about later. That, but, you uh, don't ever talk shit yeah. about that movie. You leave <laughs> that movie alone. You we'll leave get that to, movie alone. Man, I, I struck a nerve. Um, but uh, <laughs> David and I oh, are yeah. more like soft because I have friends of our production. He more like saw like, look at this cool photo and made it like. In yeah, the film. I know the start with the Versus, SS guy with his face. Yeah, and, uh, look, or like I, I have my up. problems <laughs> with Fury, but yeah. I'm just saying that's all. But this one just seems more like a that scene is going to be in my movie and like, you know, with a little bit of differences like it's that fucking scene you know i was i was gonna say back to the jump let's talk about that okay. all right and how it was directly ripped off from fucking band of brothers it's uh it's ripped off from band of brothers but it also is heavily inspired by like metal of hunter allied assault where it's all one take going which down, was you know <laughs> which was also band of brothers yes i know but uh you know i, I they, they kept it all in one take and it's like i'm getting serious like metal of honor airborne vibes from this like you know that doing that whole—that's an amazing game, even if it sucks, dude. It sucks, and I love it. It sucks, but it's <laughs> oh, yeah, so much, it's, it's fun as fuck. But it's yeah. so much yeah. fun, yeah. and it was I, such a. Di- and I, I will, and we'll get back to the movie in one sec. But that mechanic of of being able to jump anywhere, anywhere. on the map yeah. and do that, and oh my god, I don't think there are I just any replayed more... that. I just replayed that like three months ago. It has the most satisfying headshots of any game I've ever played. Because <laughs> the helmet goes thunk. Think, and you get the little yeah. like that mark that says. The little you know. emblem to show that yeah. you're I guess you're you never badass. played Sniper Elite. I haven't yeah. actually. But, oh, uh, I have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You need there to play that, Mike. Yeah. You'd have, you'd have you gotta go for the you gotta go for the double testicle okay. on the on the sides. That's I've heard about that, for. though. I've seen yeah. videos of it before. Um, that's Never mind. That was like two water balloons in your pocket. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. (laughs) Mike loves Nutcracker videos. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Going back to the jump. uh, Yeah, that's what I was getting vibes of. Like, yeah, okay, Bob and a little uh, Moh in here. Yeah, I can, I can see the influence. I, I don't know if I can call it a horror movie. Um, because I, I, I was never scared. I was, I mean, I got there's like one jump scare in it that 
isn't even that great to begin with. And I'm like, there was nothing scary or creepy in it to me, to me anyway, you know, like, well, that's just the telltale sign of a psychopath, my day. So, you know, it's, just, it's, it's all normal to me. It doesn't change me at all. <laughs> yeah. Why are you bleeding? Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, why is he Dexter? On I was just man? curious the whole time about what these bodies would look like, you know, no, but, uh, <laughs> um, uh, so that's isolated. Let's fucking, <laughs> fucking have them to look at. That's right. What's everyone's favorite horror film? The thing. And I'm not a horror movie guy. Yeah, I'm not a horror movie guy either. I mean, I I've seen the thing. I, I've seen clips of the thing. I've never seen Fuck it. Fuck you. I'm it's it's so. Good. How have you not I'm, seen the thing? I'm a very. I haven't big seen a bridge too far. The thing. Are we friends? Like. <laughs> well, like I. The thing is very impressive for all the prosthetic work and the practical, but I've never seen it on that thing. Um, I'll throw it to Mike B while I think about it because um, I know he's Well, I'm trying to think few. about it too. Like the, the one thing that comes to mind is like it's very cliche, but like again, I watched it as a kid and then I watched it when I was a little bit older and it it's the mind fuck part of it. It's not the, it's not the like effects necessarily is the original Exorcist. Oh, that movie fucked me up. For See, that's that's years. what a good horror movie does, though. It's not about like the jump scares. It's all about the mind fuck. You know, that's it's just, it's, like... it's the the fact that yeah, it's yeah. I had some weird experiences when I was a kid that reminded me of. Mm-hmm. That did did and, yeah. did you see did you see they came out with one just recently like this year or it sucked yeah but it's gonna be yeah. gay it's gonna be well it, it well it's it's nostalgia movie making right now I mean that's yeah of course is. yeah I mean yeah. you can't come out I think original because oh I don't want to get canceled so I'm just gonna remake this I'm yeah. I'm thinking I mean I'm just thinking I guess I'm the only one that's left I mean well, I haven't gone I mean, Brian once more oh, time oh, go <laughs> I I thought you said the thing I'm sorry no go I said the thing's great um oh. So I am not a horror guy originally, but I respected it. And there's some really, really good horror films that like are just fucking really hard not to watch. I mean, the one everybody thinks of is Halloween. I mean, it's just it's a really good film. Which one? What it, the original seventy eight. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's a, yeah, that's, that's fucking a terrifying. Fucking great movie. The Exorcist I like, but it it's too polished in a way. I'm really, really, I don't know. There's three horror films I love that I. Like, they're all are in the same era for me. Um, mm-hmm. The original Wicker Man, 1973, fucking amazing. So to amazing. watch that. Amazing. Yep. Please watch it. I just watched this recently, and I want to watch it again, and I want to watch it a third time. Because after I watched it, I said, fuck, what was that I watched? The original Texas Chainsaw. It's one of the most oh, fuck. amazing. I've never seen that. Oh, dude, please watch it. Please oh, watch it. Okay. Please watch I've it. I've never seen it. Yeah. Listen, I held off a long time, and I know why it had a culty thing. And I, I got like 20 minutes in, and I texted Nate. And I'm just like, okay, I, I see why people like this. And then, like, yeah, dude, absolutely. it hit me, fuck. and I was like, it, it, like the, the film ended, and I just looked at the screen and said, fuck. Like, that, it was a trip. And what the, oh my God. But the last one is the thing, because it's just like, it, that's such a good movie. But, for me, those three are just, and they're all, you know, late 70s, early 80s movies, all made in, like, the heyday of horror. But those are the ones that I just, when I think of good horror, like, if I can make something like that, then, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm, I'm well, quitting. What I have heard about the Texas, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre film, um, and this is also goes into the thing, is that I, I have heard that the text, I have heard, again, I have not seen it, but I have heard that that movie is a great example of, where things are implied that makes your imagination think it's much worse than it really is. Um, that I hear it's a great example of that, which is the powerful thing. And the thing is also the same way. It's like, 
even though the thing is extremely gory, but um, all of the things that make it scary are the, is the unknown. You know, you don't know who the thing, you don't know where it is. You don't know how it works and stuff like that. And that's what makes it terrifying, but um, and effective. There are hours and hours and hours of discourse about who is a thing at the end of the thing. Right. Like, yeah. People still it, debate it. To yeah. This day. Like there's so, and I, I believe that there was a lot of production problems because they were shooting on site in Antarctica. So Carpenter had a lot of time to be like, uh, okay, they shot it up in, in, in uh, British Columbia. Oh really? Oh, interesting. So, yeah, but they didn't I actually shoot it. In- I heard that they had a lot of problem, like trouble with production and just, you know, weather and things so that he had a lot of time to like really sink into the script and put it all together. But like all, yeah, these- all, mm-hmm. all the interior stuff was done on a set, uh, at universal. And then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but all the all the exterior stuff, that's all on a set up in British Columbia. And it was like fucking awful, you know, and their <laughs> lenses would fog up and shit. Yeah. Oh, I can only imagine fucking fuck film. <laughs> right, Nate? Right. But um Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, horror films like in general are I think they're worse when it's because I mean like, okay, so here's the thing is one of the other films that has, has always freaked me out is Thirty Days of Night, right? I don't know that one. I haven't seen it. Really? I'm looking it up right now. Mm-hmm. Nate, have you seen it? I, I don't watch horror movies. No. My my, I'll tell you what my best horror movie is: Tucker Dale versus Evil. Like that's the limit of my fucking horror. <laughs> Go movies fuck right yourself, now. you fucking. That's not a real horror. horror movie that's ever. not a real horror movie. So, <laughs> like, you know, he he fell headfirst into the wood chipper. You know, like it's just so the best fucking movie ever. No, so I, don't have, are, I don't have. I don't. I really don't have a horror days movie. of night. I just looked it up. No, I have not. Um, yeah, oh I'm not. I'm, I'm kind of like with Nate. I'm not really a horror movie guy, so I don't. Really Me either. I, like I, I, catch I, I them would. Too often. I, I would have to. I would hate to say Overlord's probably my favorite horror movie. <laughs> to, to, to be, I, here, to I be brutally honest, I don't. I because, don't blame you. Yeah, because I. I don't. I. I literally am a full grown man chicken when it comes to horror movies i don't like being no, it's, startled it's i don't yeah. have enjoyment watching a movie when i want to watch a movie i want to relax i don't want to shit my brains out of my asshole because the wolf man jumps in the screen for the 18th well, that, fucking that day, time that day is long past nate you've already shit your brains out of your ass fucking years ago I, well yeah <laughs> mike doesn't I, I, the, the last the last horror movie honest. the last horror movie i ever saw was the in the theaters was uh oh god it's called like i think it's i think it was a remake of the wolfman it was that dude it was hugo weaving as the hunter and uh that guy looks like a goblin oh god that narrows it down um the guy from the the guy the guy in um uh, it's not del toro but it's the guy who has the name like del toro it's that dude. Anyway, he's in that movie, and that movie just had jump scare after jump scare after jump scare, and I'm like, I fucking jump never scares do not make movie. a horror film. No, no, no I, it's I, annoying. Thank you, Mike. I, and thank you can watch, and you can see when it happens, like the moment it happens. Anyway, we're going on a tangent. My point is, is that, is that I don't like horror movies, and so I'm very limited what I watch. And I think Overlord might be my favorite horror movie. I use quotation movie quotes, but I mean, if you wanted to like. Tell me if I could pick something that might really freak me out, like of our generation. I guess the Saul movies, but I well, that, that, that's, that's just that's, that's just, just like gore that's just cash fact. cow shit. Yeah, it's, it's I, also I would like, ha- it's straight up like the, the the most extreme right shit. And 
Yeah, and and I I think I would have to side with what you guys are saying because all the examples of mo- of movies you guys are pulling as your favorites would be what I would consider a genuine horror movie in my eyes, like just reading a poster or reading a synopsis. You know, it's like that's what I would pick, not Saul and Wolfman and Overlord yeah. and stuff. But yeah, that's my spiel. I'm a big man, baby. I don't like that shit. <laughs> it's okay. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead, but it's so fu- it's so fucking funny though because my wife will say she's like, "Well, you won't watch horror movies. You watch people get blown up with like artillery and grenades and all that stuff." It's different. Fine. And I'm like, it's different. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there is one other film we haven't mentioned here. I don't think any of you guys have seen it. I've seen parts, and I don't want to see it, but I'm gonna make everyone watch it eventually for this. Michael is the only person that might have heard of it. It's called Man Behind the Sun. I have not heard of that. I actually I- have heard of that. <sighs> In film school, and I have, I, I, but I never watched. I never. We were, we were gonna do it, oh, and then I think something uh, happened. Oh, Night. this is the the Japanese thing, yeah. Unit Seven Thirty One movie. Yeah, yeah. It's the Hong Kong movie from nineteen eighty eight. That's this. about the atrocities committed by a Japanese Unit Seven Thirty One, which was the one that like gave people the plague to see if they could treat it. Um, it's. Brutal. Oh, isn't this like the one where they they film like so them being they frozen? Would, they shatter their limbs. And one shit test like that? they would do is to try to see what how long people would survive outside if they were frozen. Because the Japanese, it's kind of like what the Germans were doing in these really crazy experiments. Um, they wanted to see like you know freezing whatever. So they would take people and they would like dip, the, take them outside in the freezing cold Manchuria, and that's where the unit was based, and dip their arms in water and basically you know tie them to posts. And they said that they would wait until they sounded like hardwood. They hit them with bats. And then they would do these tests where they would basically take people's arms and dip them in hot water to see if that would defrost them. And most of the time, it would just fucking obviously just, just, you know, rip off all the flesh from your skeleton. And it's disgusting. And these things actually happened. Uh, It's a really fucked up movie. And it's the closest thing I can think of to like this, but it's real. (laughs) <laughs> like you know, yeah. Because um, like in this one, because like um, when they were when they were saying when that captain goes in there and he injects himself with the the serum or whatever, and the doctor's like, "Oh, we have never tested this on the living," and he's like, "I don't give a fuck," and he injects himself with two things, and he's got like half his face is gone. But he's fine, and it's just like, Jesus Christ. Like, And so with that, like I said earlier, the the Nazis, actually, yeah, they were working on creating a, quote-unquote, um, super soldier. And, you know, Pervitin, they had that, but that was just to keep you awake and everything. But they were actually legitimately trying to create a soldier who could not feel pain at all. And unless they were hitting, like, their vitals would be able to keep going. So there, there didn't have to be medical attention if they were hit anywhere else. It's like, oh, let's just keep going. They didn't think it through, of course, because they're fucking retards. But, like, the concept was there, and they they literally experimented on a ton of people. Uh, Germans, non-Germans, you know, they, they were like, oh, are different people from different areas, like, more susceptible to this shit? Uh, most of them died. But they were trying to do it. That was their goal is like create like what they were saying in this film is like if it's going to be a thousand year Reich, we need soldiers who can fight. And they came close with like this really 
this really fucking, again, my, it's my research. It's not fucking fact. So just disclaimer there. They came close to like a super meth where it would just numb the soldier or the person um, to non-vital hits and they could just keep going. And so even the, the fact that they had that concept is really fucked up. And that's why I kind of like that they showed it in this film. <clears throat> because that is true horror is like if you've got soldiers that are just brainwashed doing your bidding for you and they can't feel pain, even if they are hitting the vitals and they just go until they're literally dead, their body's dead, they can do so much more damage to you. Like it's, it's, it's not good. And so, yeah, that, that was kind of a fucked up aspect of this film that I, I actually did enjoy. Um, the, uh, the weaponry was okay. Wasn't bad. A lot of, lot of like, plastic props, but whatever. Um, tactically, I, I won't get into that. Like, why are you going to have a fucking guy with an 03A3 or A4 uh, with a fucking scope? Like, Snipers are great at night. <laughs> Especially when you're 20 feet away with a four yeah. times magnifying fucking scope you gotta looking down. got to have that sniper character, though. I was is that, is say... that not three and a half? I think it's four. I'd have to look at mine. I'm pretty sure it's. It four. might be three and a half or four. It's not yeah. that much. It's, it's, it's not. It's, it's the MB. It's, 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 it's not much at all. It's yeah. a piece of shit. It was a red field. It, so we're talking about the O three A four sniper rifle in the movie. Yeah, and correct. it was a yep. commercial scope that they bought off the market with a commercial mount because they wanted to quickly make sniper rifles and they didn't really have a sniping program. Yep. They had the O three A three, which is this great platform to do it. You know, it's this rear sided O three. It's cheaper to make than a a ladder sided. Yep, take the front side off and then let's go. Yeah, so they took the front sides off and they bought this literally fucking redfield scope out of a fucking sports you know like sears catalog yeah sears yeah. catalog had them contracted by redfield to make government ones and then wham bam thank you ma'am he's a sniper rifle and they suck they fucking suck shit i hate my a4 <laughs> they're horrible guns they have horrible sights like they're just really bad but they look really cool so i gotta give it that and uh, <laughs> but they're just not good sniper <laughs> rifles they're of all the sniper rifles made during the war that's probably the worst <laughs> but you know, well, I was talking. I was talking to Henry, you know, yesterday, um, and we were talking about like the O three nine hole reviews. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nine, nine, and, uh, yeah. nine hole reviews, Henry. And so we were talking about that, and he's like, "Were a lot of those used?" And I'm like, "For a very short time, yes." And most of the guys just said, "Fuck it, I'm going to get myself an M one." They show up because <laughs> there, there's no memoir at all from an American World War II sniper. I've seen some interviews, like there's one where like they give a guy like a rifle and they take him to a range, he's like 85, and he goes, oh, I shot this in the war. And then it's like, well, where were you? What did you do? You know, there was no right. snipers in the military, in the U.S. military. It was marksmen. So it's marksmen. very yeah, strange. Like It's like a yeah. guy that might yeah. have above average, like, you know, shooting skill with a really <laughs> horrible sniper rifle. Horrible so, platform. Yeah. And, but like from what I've heard from um, – Things that I've read from uh, the guys that were there, they said, yeah, we just usually ditched the optics and just traded it, or, like, we just fucking picked up an M1 because we could do better shooting with an M1 without an optic than we could with that piece of shit. It, it <laughs> is, it's like, fuck. It is interesting yeah. because some units early in the war, as I know, especially the 2nd Arbor Division, made their own sniper rifles. They took O3s and they get, took scopes and they fucking just made them. And those were great because they had 8 power have you ever, scopes have, and just... Yeah, you know. have you ever seen the fucking... Um, the, um, there's very, very fucking few of them. 
You ever seen the fucking O3A4s that had like um, ZF42s on them? No. I know later in the like war they, they used to put the M1C scopes on them, the M84s. Yeah, yeah, the side mount. Yeah. Yep. But like uh, there's some guys, like again, very few. Like I've, ugh, again, I always looked at these pictures back in the day when I was like in my early 20s and I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. I never saved them. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, they'll always be here. And But it's like, okay, well, the internet's so fucking vast. I can't just recall it immediately. But no, there was some guys that put like a fucking ZF-42 or um, whatever the hell scope in the, the um, they got like some, or they, they just replaced the mounts. I don't know what the fuck they did. But it, so you see these German scopes, these Zeiss optics on these O3A4s. Are they the later war small ones or are you talking about ZF-39s? Uh, 39, sorry, the 42 is the very small, 41. like, uh, long yes, I relief. 40, yeah, because I, yeah, I my bad, my, I fucked yeah. that up. Yep, I, I was trying up. to remember, I was like, what, I was like, what 42 Yeah, so it's is a 39, the, the big fucker. The, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, the 40, yeah, 42. The four power. Because there's a, because it's, because there's a, thir- there's a 39 <coughs> four by, there's a 39 six by, and then there's a 39 eight by. Right, and um, it's, it's whatever, it's whatever they could find. Yeah. find them on German soldiers, and they would fucking just take these optics and, like, Hey, can we retrofit this bitch? I know there's right. a chode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you bastard. I know what you're going to go do. You're going to go get mine. You're welcome. Yeah. You fucking chode. Fucking, fucking, yeah. So, yeah, well, that's what I get for leaving it there and you building it. So there you go. Um, he's getting, he's getting my, uh, my Ed Harris chode clone. <laughs> Ed Harris? My, uh, yeah, from Enemy at the Gates. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's um, it's a ZF, it's a it's a ZF thirty nine. Eight by. It's an eight by. Yeah. Yeah, just the big fucker. Yeah. Yeah, it's yep. the big fucking thing. It's like yep. it's the like high, that big. Is that a high or low turret? High turret. It can yeah. be on an LSR. I know. Uh, there, yeah. There is yep. a, there are a couple evidences of that, but it's mainly a high turret and a and an LSR. Yeah, yeah. It won't exactly. fit. I don't think it'll fit a. a, a God damn that thing! Right. It's so fucking it's so big. fucking stupid. And then here's a <laughs> here's a World War One scope, but it's comparable to a four power CF thirty nine. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's a little longer than the normal ones, but but you can tell like oh, how much bigger the. Yeah, that, that yeah. fucking thing is like, and it's also got the shitty European three post fucking fucking huge. Oh, yeah. I hate that reticle. <laughs> Yeah, I can see I myself. I hate that it. reticle so much. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it over there. That's funny. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that. Um, I, I can't wait to get that one done. I know. Right, I'm staring. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Um, I, I don't know why you guys are, you know, talking shit about the sniper in this. I mean, he was able to hit everyone in the head every time he fired. <laughs> well, even you know. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? He does have a tiny ass fucking scope. It's a lot easier to oh, do than okay, a four yeah. by. Yeah. So, so that you know that Red Rider fucking cheap American scope lets him see the whole body even at twenty five yards. You know, <laughs> true no difference than it would be if an iron sight. But that, uh, that no, is, I agree. That's actually a fair point. It's such a piece of shit. Well, Mike, you fucked around with Brian's O three A four when we were in Ohio, right? Um, I'm pretty sure you did. Such a piece right? of I, shit. I, <laughs> I, I looked at it one. I didn't. It was yeah, like White Claw remember, number seventeen. Right. So I don't think he remembers. But <laughs> it doesn't fit in the raffle. Guilty. Yeah. Um, but yeah. no, I, I I thought I remember uh, <laughs> Maxwell thought it was fucking cool. But uh, uh, I yeah. uh, I remember. Uh, I think I picked it up once, and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, cool, yeah," or something like that. Yeah, I was looking. I was looking like across the lake. Like we had that little like. 
we had the one little shot across the lake and I was looking through the, and I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ, this is a hundred yards tops. And, maybe you can hit something with and this. And Michael's totally lying. What Michael did was he looked at the rifle and was like, oh, this is cool. And next time I saw him, he was crawling up to this like rubble in France and he took the scope off somehow and it took an eight power. He put noodles. a bigger one on. <laughs> and then somehow he just clicked it on and then. Yeah, you know, he shot it right through a German scope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just right through all the all the really good optics. Yeah, and he went, "Holy shit! There are MG 42s in Omaha Beach. Oh my god! My greatest accomplishment." It was amazing to see. Yeah, you know, wait till you see it in the dock. So (laughs) really cool. Luckily, Coop was there. It turned out Dutchmen were behind them all too. and it's a Dutch shot as well. So you know, it's very Dutch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for your service, Mike. Thank you for your service. You're welcome, man. You guys got a lot of ammunition to. For me, you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. always have ammunition for everyone. I know, yeah. I'm just trying to deflect off of me, right, yeah. right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's funny. So that the O3A4 in this thing, okay, it's Normandy, but I mean, let's be realistic. It's a Jackson ripoff, exactly. Like you guys, like you, you guys said exactly. in the beginning. Like you guys said in the beginning. I mean, like, what does every single Normandy, fresh off the boat, D-Day movie tend to do if they're not following. Never. If yeah, if, like they're gonna always have that. Now, not always, always. Some people have broken away from that mold, but for the most part, if there's a squad, a lone squad trapped behind, what is there always going to be a sniper? Mm-hmm. Yep. at least you know. And and it's just it's an it's it's annoying. But this character, at least, it wasn't like. Well, you know, no, the character himself, and everything like that. He was a fucking typical, like the the quintessential. Hi, Pittsburgh, New Yorker. You know, you know, well, it, was, it was, yeah. it was, it was, pusher, cause it, it was the pusher because it was the push exactly. It's the pusher. You know, you push. You go and talk <laughs> like a pusher. toddler. You gotta talk like a toddler, and that's the only way you can fucking talk. You know, he didn't talk about his thumb giving him balance, but uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my thumb gives me balance. Me balance. My yeah. thumb gives me balance. Even the conversation. I don't know what that was. But Even the conversation on the C forty seven that somehow you can hear everybody. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's just like and they're, they're like, and they're yeah. literally they're literally just talking like this. There's conversation. They're like, oh man. All right, give me back my chain. Uh, a C forty seven or any fucking prop plane that you're in, especially those that are. In- Sorry. How? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty no. good. Yeah. I'm like, you know, hey, you know, that that's you're going to be doing hand signals. Like, what? yeah, you're not going to be able to have a fucking general conversation. Like, good God. So fucking stupid. Yeah. And and that. Oh, uh, talking about uh, certain things, you know, it's funny. Um, I see a lot of things in movies when it comes to movies like this that well, not movies like this, but movies that involve certain things that are very particular and that are in the real world. And um, the writer comes up with an idea. The problem is he has no idea how this thing actually works in real life. And exactly. And it's, it's, and uh, there's a quintessential example of it that all that involves grenades in the thin red line. And then also in this where it's like, he this guy came up with the idea of he's going to have a grenade in his mouth with tape over with modern duct tape, (laughs) by the way. Um, and when it gets ripped off, the pin is going to be stuck on it, and then it blows up. Oh, that's a great idea. I love that. I'm going to put that, that. I thought of that. It's like, 
there is no fucking way tape can rip a pin out of a grenade, you idiot. There's no fucking way someone can fit a, a grenade also, in their Mark mouth. II, yeah, I was just going to say, a Mark <laughs> yeah. II is not going to fit. Well, unless, unless not every like, man is built the same way, Mike A, okay? You know, <laughs> I was for unless yourself. Unless you're like Mia Khalifa or somebody <laughs> like that that's got some actual talent. Yeah, go ahead, Brian. Stick it in your mouth. Do it. <laughs> do it. I, I have a big enough mouth. I probably could get this in there. I'm not I do don't think it's going to fit in there. He's northeastern. He has a big enough this mouth. This is going to end with an emergency uh, an emergency room situation. <laughs> He's got a ring on it. Do it. Do it. Do it on the pod. Do it on the pod. Seriously. See if you can fucking fit that thing no. in your mouth. No. Because <laughs> you know you can't. If this were a movie, where's mine? Hold on. Hold pressure. on. I'm gonna. This hold on. I'm gonna go do. get mine. Hold on. I don't care. I'm gonna go do it. I'm gonna put okay. something in my mouth on the pod. This is a, this, if this were a movie, this would immediately cut to the hospital where they're cutting the grenade in half while it's in your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> so they can remove it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I yeah, think it, there's there's no fucking way. Right. So that, there's that, no fucking. That's way. an example of what I'm saying. It's like okay, clearly this guy thought of this idea, but it's like, dude. If you knew anything about these things, this would never work. <laughs> like it's okay, stupid. start recording now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Nate. Oh, easily I could put this in my mouth <laughs> with the spoon. With the, no, you got to bend the spoon in before you do that. Well, okay. Uh, uh, another point to add to it. It's well, no, like no, he had the spoon off, didn't he? Or like, no? how is the spoon gonna fly oh, yes, out if it's did. in your yeah, mouth? He, he, Probably he, he would be against the, the side. No, other way around, dipshit. No, he he had it. Oh, so there, there the head go. was out. There you go. Yeah, yeah um, you're good. The fuse was out. You're good. Yeah. See, it's like no. Yeah. No, that's oh that's, what? Yeah, ah, I'm a three inch girl. I'm not a six inch girl. I can get three quarters. <laughs> my gag reflex. I can get it three quarters of the way in, Ugh. but you can't get it all the way in. Oh, that does not taste good very well, Mike. The, Thanks. The paint. This yeah, is the, I this mean, is the one you had your hands all over. Your hands oh, have been in my mouth. Yeah, my hands have been over all those, and it's a lot yeah. of a lot of Cheetos grease and <laughs> semen no, and no, other no, no, no. various things. <laughs> so we're one now. We all got a little yeah. bit of us inside each other. You're now inside me. So there you go. Yeah, it's yeah. context that as you will. Yeah. People. I want yeah. you inside of me. Um, Jesus. But other, other, yeah. <laughs> I just watched that episode. Too. That's so, so I, I think it, it sounds like you really love Jesus. Well, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minus Jesus yeah. is a um, friend of mine. I've got a friend in Jesus. Um, so, so like, like, actually, I actually God, okay. No can, to it, say this. I, it actually got pretty far. <laughs> It's That's just, great. I'm I'm hitting my gag. That's great. I don't think the, the f- okay. The fact of the M1 or the M, or sorry, not the M1. The Mark II fitting in someone's mouth is not the most egregious <laughs> thing. It's the fact of duct tape being able to pull the goddamn pin out. There's oh, wait, no you're saying way. what I did is for nothing. God, <laughs> well, what just, if he loosened the pin? God, it was just barely hanging on there. I don't think you can I do thought, it. Dude. I thought we had something, Mike. Eh? I thought we, I thought we experienced something together. No, no, no. It's not. It wasn't for nothing. It wasn't for yeah. nothing. So we proved that that Nathan can shove very large things in his mouth. When also, can, God, so, that okay. taste is still in my mouth. Let's let's just forever. go one one step further. Mm-hmm. How did the fucking fuse on the fucking TNT in that sidecar light? As soon as that duct tape was removed, I don't know why was that pulled. even. Why would, why did they even do that? If they're just gonna have it be like, if they're just gonna have the the explosives go off in the sidecar. Why even wait, do the grenade so wait, thing? So wait, hold on. So wait, I have to look at my thing. So if they pull that, that fuse out, there's no spoon in his mouth. That's what I'm saying. It's right, another correct. thing where so it's how, like, they don't. So when, why wouldn't it just explode the moment he just. It, it, it would have. It was fucked. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It was, it's a, I just, yeah. I just realized. That's that. what I'm like, saying. No spoon in his mouth, because then if he had, yes, if he had good uh, mouth control, he could hold that spoon closed. 
here, dude. That's that's what I've been saying. It's like clearly yeah, this is yeah. written by someone who knows nothing about these things. You know, it's like Ugh. I'm gonna go get something to drink. Yeah, I get really that, taste get that grenade taste it's out not, of your mouth. It's not. You probably shouldn't. Have Mine didn't done taste that. that bad. Nate got a bad grenade. Apparently, <laughs> you got it's one, of them. one that I, I probably I, I was probably trying to test the whole theory of holding it between your ass cheeks, and that's probably <laughs> the one you got. <laughs> you got Mike's Whoops. ring sting in your mouth. That's the one. We all... <laughs> well, I was hearing that words that I did not want to hear the moment I put my headphones on. That's the one that we all came on. So, <laughs> oh! we all did it at once. Limp, yeah, it was like an initiation. We, we, yeah, we call we, it, we call it we call it icky mark. We two, passed yeah. it around. It was in a cardboard box. We went to the back of the cave. You know, like <laughs> snap oh. one off. Circle jerk. Yeah, made you should have seen fucking Kevin's load. Oh God. Woo! <laughs> Well, no, this well, one I didn't know he was a rope this man. Don't say, don't say I don't do something for you guys. <laughs> I did it too. <laughs> the nastiest Barely. Episode. Barely. Oh, wow. Yeah, but mine got deeper. Yeah, I, I, you yeah. can fucking take it, dude. You know? <laughs> He's got to work on your gag reflex. God. Oh, I can hold that right. I can shove things yeah. deeper in my mouth than you. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you know Congrats. that. I'm really. Dude, that's, that's, the com- that's the competitive side of me kicking it right there. I'm going to leave now. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> like, <laughs> they'll be knocking on your door now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he's he can swallow grenades. What, what else do you need to know? <laughs> he's our O specialist. You know, like. Uh, what am I supposed to do here? Nathan, give me your O. He's a good friend of mine. He's Uh-oh. a good friend of Uh-oh. mine. Oh. Jesus, are you, are you okay? Jesus. <laughs> no, there's there's an old fucking old movie that's a clip where. He goes, then I saw her O face, and the guy just goes, oh. oh. That's and office that, space. Uh, yeah, office space. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, office when they're at the party. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Are you oh, fucking right. Oh. Right. Oh. Are you okay? Like, are you, did, did that, like, is that paint, like, getting to you, or? I don't know. That's when, uh, <laughs> what the fuck's the boss? Are you half name? retarded now, or, how like, much, what's how going much, on? How much lead was in it? Yeah, hi. Um, <laughs> probably none. Michael, what was the boss's name in fucking office space? <sighs> Lumberg. Lumber, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hi. Yeah. Have to come. It's so, not like a half day or anything, you know? Right. You can just, not um, a half day or <laughs> you can put it all in your mouth again. That'd be great. <laughs> Thanks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. Yes. To, to get Go back on. onto the movie, something else that was wrong. Yes, please. Let's, <laughs> let's move on from my mouth control. Of, uh, well, hey, <laughs> you know, you definitely don't have enough gag reflex. But um, the wrong Oof. color parachutes. That was something as well. <laughs> Oh yeah, were they were they not camouflage? No, I'm sorry, it's just we went from talking about that to like, oh, by the way, the parachutes no. are wrong. Speaking of cum, but in the in the I in mean, the, there's in, only in so graceful of a transition you can get from that subject. <laughs> yes, might be. So the, in Normandy, they were uh, camouflage. They're all well, all paratroopers for the whole war were camouflage. That's what, that's what I'm saying. So like, yeah. well, in Sicily and, and um, um, Italy as well. Yeah, and North Africa, they were all camouflage. I believe from '42. I. On, don't think so. I think in, in, in had, North Africa and Sicily, like they had red, yellow, and blue parachutes for ammunition, medical supplies, yeah, cargo. And other things. Yeah, yeah, they had that as well. But I'm pretty sure it was camo for the whole war, because you see scarfs in Sicily. They huh, were all cut from parachutes. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Of course, Africa so yeah, might be yeah. because it's so early. I mean, you never know. But I'm pretty sure it's they, very early. They yeah. were they were making that stuff early on. But no, for Normandy, thousand percent would have been all camp, and that's for British paratroopers as well as American. Mm-hmm. They all had the same shoots. So yeah, norm- yep. definitely Normandy on its camouflage. I don't know about 
North Africa from that. But yeah. I think it changed in the early '60s because through the '50s they had that frog skin. You can find '50s dated frog skin parachute, and that's where everyone cuts them up today. I had a chance to buy a full one a few years ago. I should have. Should have cut it up and sold it. And made more money. Well, no, you see a lot of cool things during the war, like especially around St. Mary Gleese, they would take um, parachute canopies and make like shelters out of them. So they, they have a headquarters underneath like a parachute silk. It's, it's very really cool. stupid because I, silk does not keep water out. Hey, it keeps the sun away, and it it's, was very it's hot. Yeah. It's, it's a sun shelter, yes. I'll, yeah. I'll say that. I, I, uh, I, I do have some uh, – I don't think it's World War II. I think it's Korean Korean War era parachute silk. I have a whole bunch of that. I have a helmet and cover. And I got some Vietnam, Vietnam, uh, Vietnam, God, I almost said Vietnamese. Vietnam green stuff as well, but yeah. The, um, um, no, okay. So one one thing I do want to talk about that was good that I thought was really interesting is like when you know our 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 main character, one of our main characters, um, Boyce, like drops in, drops into a fucking pond, and he's weighed down, and he's like trying his hardest. He goes fuck, grabs his M three and like starts cutting his shit off, trying to undo his stuff, and like gets up. But he's underneath his parachute, and then he like just cuts through the parachute. I thought that scene was actually quite well done, um, because there's a lot of things you read about that of guys landing in like ponds and and bodies of water, and they were like drowning, just like the guys like that landed on the beaches were drowning if they fell off the side of the boat or jumped off with all their gear and shit. It's like, yeah. That guy is going to be like, okay, I have to stay calm, but I'm panicking and I have to get all this shit off. And he does it in a way that he gets up just in the nick of time before he starts drowning. And I thought that was a really kind of tense and well done series of um, scenes. I thought that was really, I thought that was really cool. I say that was a thing that the Germans did in Normandy a lot. And that's why when you read about D-Day and you read about the causeways, how important they were. Because there were only three or four inlets from sea inland because the Germans flooded all the fields, you know, all the very low-lying areas. So that was a very big problem. I'm not sure the, the exact number, but I think well over 100 paratroopers drowned on D-Day because they landed in these fucking marshy areas. And they were just bogged down by all their shit. The, yeah. the longest you know? day touches on that a little bit. There's like a guy that lands and like fucking up to his knees in water and he's fighting and he dies. And then there's the Padre. <laughs> I can't find my communion set. And he's like fucking dunking yeah. the whole time, you know, for it. But yeah, no, that was an interesting scene. I just think they did it in Saving Private Ryan where they stole that idea from, for the whole beach landing. Oh, of, of course. <laughs> Nothing's original in this film. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I, it was it, cool, it is, like how he was rebirthed when he cut it open. It was like, I, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, like, and, and the one thing I'll chime in. And then this, Michael. Uh, this is, yeah, this this is, <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm going to admit this. I very, very, very like early teenagerhood i like was getting the the fat bod so i started wearing t-shirts in the pool kind of shit and growing out and then i then like sprouted and blew all that weight off but the time i was like putting shirts and i stupidly was trying to take off my shirt underwater and got stuck (laughs) halfway and when i rose to the top it was a white t-shirt this is why i say this walked to the top of the water and it's like i was just and i couldn't undo it it was over my face and i like waterboarded myself almost Ooh. like trying to get out of the water and i couldn't 
And when I saw that in that scene, that's that scene always reminds me of that moment where I started to panic the fuck out because I couldn't <laughs> breathe. Sorry, those water boy. No, it's fine, yeah. dude. I expect you to laugh. That's why I'm fucking telling you. It's no. I'm just. I just imagine like someone happens upon the pool and there's just a body floating in the water with a shirt over with its a, head. with a shirt with a shirt like this with his arms yeah. tangled over his head. Well, yeah. it was, it was like, ruled a suicide. Yeah. Ruled a suicide. Yeah, yeah. So like, like it's stupid, and it, and I panicked for like. A good three seconds, and then it was like, just go back underwater, idiot, and then take it off. And I did, but it was like I can only imagine that yeah. on the on the extreme scale. I'm not saying me dr- almost drowning in my own t-shirts equivalent to a guy landing on Normandy, not at all. But that 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 prospect and that that panic of not being able to yep. you've breached the water, but you're still drowning because of the you can't get. When luckily he said he the had his M3 stuff. in his hand. And he's yeah. able to just slice open up, yeah, yeah, you know, just something, and then get get some air, and then get the fuck out of there. But like, yeah, that that was a that was a pretty, I think it was a pretty well done scene. I really, yeah, did. I agree. No, I, I so do so, I. because it was it was like panic inducing, because you're like, oh shit, and I was counting. I'm like, I think he got to like forty something seconds. I'm like, that's a that's a long time to hold your breath, especially when your like heart rate is up and everything like that. Like, it's a very long time to hold your breath. And know to cut what gear off and then unbuckle, get the fuck out. And then he goes, he goes ashore with like no gear. He doesn't have a weapon. He doesn't have his helmet. You know, he ditched that rightfully so, but it's like, so this guy's got no gear and yeah, it's just like fucking insane. And like there was like Brian said, there was, you know, the known ones that drowned in Normandy from having that same situation going on. The paratroopers, I mean. Um, how many guys like struggled like this during that whole operation? Like, you know, it's like, fuck, don't land in a fucking pond, you know, don't land on top of a fucking building. Don't land in a tree 75 feet up and then, okay, cut yourself down. But how do you, you drop? You're fucked. That's why you have a letdown rope, but not everyone had those. So no, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying is like, also, how do you fucking use that? Like effectively, like throw it up over the branch. Maybe if you have a branch, like, yeah, it's just panic. And so, yeah, it's insane. Mm-hmm. So moving to IMFDB. It's time. Before I forget, they'll probably comment on it. That, that mine would have killed everyone. <laughs> In the beginning. Well, what, what kind of mime was that? I uh, fucking... One that would have killed all of them. Like, it was a, such a huge explosion, they all got thrown away. It wasn't an right, S-mine. Like, it was like a teller mine blast. Yeah, but would that have been set off by infantry? Like a person? No. That, Unless fucking, exactly, you know, yeah. it's my 700-pound yeah. life in front of you. Like, there's no <laughs> right. way. <laughs> right. Yeah, we put up a wheelbarrow and blew up. Like, you know, fucking. Well, he's got his look. mountain tab, so yeah, he's he's yeah. qualified. Yeah. Look, uh, comes in handy saying, in France. All, all I'm saying, there's enough airborne reenactors in this world that could probably have set that off. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been, Nathan, I've been to Conneaut. I know what you're talking about, okay? Like, I've been to Gap. But no, yeah, so, just, realistically, I yeah. think we were trying okay, to, like, boomer. Yeah, <laughs> I think they were trying to like, um, like, kind of get across the point of like a bouncing Betty, right? Mm-hmm. And that that would have taken out a couple of them as close as they were. Like, that's another thing. Again, I'm not gonna get into the fucking tactics for this movie because it's like it's not a realistic fucking movie at all. It's not made to be. Um, 
their gear was overall okay. Nothing egregious. Yeah, I like the I like the rigger pouches. I really did like the rigger pouches. Instead mm-hmm. of like the cartridge belts, I did like that touch that they had on there because like those rigger pouches were made for M1 carbines, M1 rifles, fucking O3s, fucking BARs, everything. And they actually had them in this film, so I did like that. But but not made for the 506. <laughs> I know the 505th used them a lot, and I forget yeah. the other ones, but... Yeah. But it was, it was, cool it was whatever, whatever, whatever the guys get their fucking hands on, but, like, yeah, the 506 generally was using... Yeah. Again, it's not yeah. really worth mentioning because who gives a fuck, but, you know, every single guy in this movie is... I give a fuck. Oh, that... <laughs> you know... That whole low-ready shit, going it's around, like... Yeah, like, just carrying their guns, like, especially, like, Wyatt... Uh, you know, Wyatt Russell is with his Thompson. He just like looks like he's handling an M4. You know, the talking yep. too. And it's like, of what? all the things that are to handle like an M4, Thompson is more forgivable than a fucking M1. Yeah, yeah but he was doing like the stock up, like fucking so by the his sling over like, his yeah. arm too. Yeah. That was like all on. the German yeah. extras with Sturmgewehrs, the same thing. You know. Also, but they had them. But they had them in Normandy. Yeah, not a lot. Yeah. Yep. Seventeenth SS. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, w- I would say there was some. There was the Buzz Rickson guns. That's what they were nicknamed. Should yes. there be more MP40s than STG44s? Well, yes, but 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 I will say that there should be more K98s. The, well, hold on. The doctrine for handing out those SG, STG44s was to fill the goal was Platoon to try to fill squads sizes. or platoon or mm-hmm. platoons or squad like elements with those weapons. So so that would be post invasion though. The whole time, no. When they, when they, when, no, when they had units coming from the Eastern Front and the Mediterranean Front, like Italy and shit, that's when they start. Which was only a couple weeks. That's when you start really seeing them on June sixth. From what I've researched and what I've encountered, it's not going to be I as much not, as they. I will just say my research differs from your research. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dick measure you. No, it on doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it's, it's not it's, a thing to go well, down. One day, on maybe if you have one, Nathan, you'll know what you're talking about. I'm just, gonna, <laughs> I'm just yeah. gonna say, if we're talking about that, like you know, when talking about you know, well, Sturmgewehrs, yes or no? It's like okay, well, let's go one one even further. No, there wouldn't be any SS in the American landing areas. You know, like there. That's 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 another uh, thing. You until know? the night of the eleventh, when the seventeenth showed up. Yeah, no, right. But 17th. yeah, like on D Day, you're not going to get SS full mm-hmm. full bore SS units. You know, patrolling. Yeah, that, the areas. That, that, that's that's my point right. exactly. Is like on June sixth to find that much concentration of SCG forty fours within one SS unit that probably wasn't there even at the time. Mm, even with an army unit. Yeah. But uh, on, on the sixth. Right. Now, give it a couple weeks or even a week. Okay. Yeah. But on that night, that, that was my point. Yes. Nate. It wasn't okay. like that's that was, was that was my point is like Okay. No, yeah. no, I no I not can agree with you on that. So that, that's what I'm saying about like, you know, it's like Yeah, there's probably a couple there, obviously. Like they they, they were fucking out and about at that point. Mm-hmm. But until they started pulling guys immediately on the seventh from the Eastern front and all that shit. Realistic, like, realistically with an SS unit, you probably would have seen more Beretta 38s, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, non, non, non German regulated army. <coughs> like we've talked about before the, how the yeah. SS had trouble getting, and be 34s as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, like weapons yep. designated yep. for, 
the 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 Wehrmacht and all that stuff. And so it's like they had a hard time getting those kind of weapons. Now near the end of the war, they didn't really they were grabbed. There's so many to pull from. They just were. But the but I'm saying like, um, if you I guess if you wanted to be technical quotation marks, I guess Beretta 38s. Um, MP34s, MP34s, um, Czech LMGs, so twenty uh, ZB twenty sixes. Yep, yep, yep. Polish. Yep. Uh, what's that fucking gun you made me research, Mike? A Polish WZ thirty, WZ thirty, yeah. And there was one more the, that one you found on the wall. Um, Mac thirty one. Uh, was that it? French Mac thirty one, or is it the one that took me like two hours and I sent it one picture to Brian and he oh. found it in. Two minutes, whatever. That was a WZ30. Uh, sure. yeah. No, ZS39. No. That was that fucking yeah. Russian yes, machine gun that, one, that was yes. very yes, rare. That weird ass. Very one, cool yeah. fluted barrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I thought it, yeah, because it was the fluted barrel that was driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that, 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 that was my whole point is like the Schrodinger yeah, yeah. bear is going to show up a week to two after the actual. But, landing, yeah, I just, I, engine, and that's so. the thing. It's like, we, you know, I get it though. It's like, it's again, it's World War II porn. They want to show the coolest things, you know, they want to have. Oh, the yeah, SS absolutely. And, yeah. Like, yeah, they want to show the, and then people like using them because they captured them. Yeah, I get it. There, that's a cool looking gun. At the end of the day, there was only one supplier of MP40s and MP44s or whatever delineation you want to say to the SS, and that was BNZ. Because BNZ, the, the leader of BNZ had a very good relationship with Heinrich Himmler. So that was the only way they got these guns. Now, BNZ also was the largest manufacturer of these firearms. But of the however many companies produced them, only BNZ ones went to the SS. So it's they only mm-hmm. had one company supplying this stuff. So let's, uh, yep. yeah, let's get this rolling. Yep. Yep. How, 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 what you don't like nerd talk? No, I do. I'm just saying talk. let's let's do it while we're doing it. You know, <laughs> let's let's nerd out while we're doing this. So, um, gotta have that. 1911s. Never seen that before in a movie. No, that's a weird no, one. Never. never had that. Never heard that joke before. Pew, pew. <laughs> no, 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 no. We have seen this. This is the Browning High Power. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Hardy, hardy fucking har. Bring it back. Mm-hmm. Bringing it back. P38. Uh, P38s. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he had a P38 instead of a fucking Luger. Just let's throw That's that true. out. That's true. Yeah. You, you think that that wait, P38s. hold on. Yeah. Hold on. What's a Luger? I don't know what that is. P08. Pistola oh, I, model I, 1908. Fuck I you. still don't know what that is. I'm sorry. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then the PPK, also actually very common. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Especially yeah. with, with fucks like this, you know. Someone that yep, had to have exactly. a gun but didn't want to carry a heavy one. So. Yep, exactly. And I actually like that touch. That was a mm-hmm. good detail as well. Again, there are good details in this movie, just... Mm-hmm. It's this movie. <laughs> a lot of a lot of like blatant details, not right. good. But yeah, they, they I love how in yeah. every okay. mm-hmm. it's that yeah. stuff that makes us it's that stuff that gives us that we want to do a tap on the shoulder. And the M one Thompson kind of had twenty round mags, which I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Mike is just funny in like stereotypically every World War II thing, you gotta have like the big badass always has the Thompson, you know? And it's like in this there's no <laughs> the heaviest, clunkiest yep. one. <laughs> yeah, like the the ultimate badass like character always has the thompson rather than like an m1 carbine or something but he actually did run out of ammo and had to reload many times which i appreciated yep because he was using the 20 rounders which is also fucking accurate nate can you like, click on that photo is there a cross bolt or not because that's the real uh, delineation because usually get the rear sight right but they don't get the stock right i gotta get this thing to fucking there you go oh no it's right yep 
No cross bolt. Yeah, he, cross yeah, bolts are A1s. No, mm -hmm. no, yeah, he's got no sight protector. Well, the cross bolt. It does, yeah, yeah the on stock. the stock. On the stock right there. Well, no, mm -hmm. that, but also mm -hmm. he doesn't have the... the oh. Yeah, the, there's no sight protector. Well, there's no fins. That yeah, it's an M1. The, yeah. the the L sight is the delineation for an M1, but also the cross bolt through the rear stock because mm -hmm. the the cross bolt was an M1A1 thing. You don't see until very yep. late in the war. No, so I did like that touch. That was a fucking. I actually noticed that too because you taught me that when yeah. we were doing Reveille, mm -hmm. and um, I was like, hey, is it, yeah, it's an actual M1 Thompson, mm -hmm. which is fucking insanely accurate. Very like full yes. autoed. Yeah. Yep. A lot of the 28s yeah. were also cross bolted after the war, so you have to be careful. It's there's a lot so, of this, really this, stupid. This shit. one was good. I oh, it looked great. Yeah. The uh, yep. the MP40. Minus the way he's carrying it. The MP40 seemed way too fast to me. Like mm -hmm. the, 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 the yeah, the fire rate was not good yeah. on these. It was almost like a 41. It was like, well, it was uh, not a burp gun. Yeah, I, yeah, not not a burp gun. Yeah, so. it should be like. Yep, it was like double the rate of fire. The STG 44s were really good. Yeah, they sounded and right. They firing were, rate. Yeah, the they firing were, they were, rate. Yep. They were spot yep. on. They were really good. Yeah. So the M1 rifle, yep. The M1. Yeah. I like how because they've watched, you know, uh, a lot of documentaries for this, they refer to every MG42 as a buzzsaw. Oh, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Which is actually not that inaccurate. Did you know they're on Omaha Beach? So. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> Nathaniel? So many. <laughs> okay, this part this part sucks because whoa, See, Heinrich Civil, WN sixty two, bloody homo. Oh my god, dude, both of you fucks. So this part he would have probably had a fucking the ramp came down. stock. Yeah, how come he? Yeah, how come he didn't have the M one A one? I guess because they couldn't get one, but uh, whatever. Maybe, they're very like, easy to get, which is funny. Like you can buy a stock. But also, I, I have seen and heard of like, and I've read of things like where guys couldn't get the M one A one, so they would jump with a fucking that's true full stock. But it, it's not, for paratroopers, it's not as common because they were, like, prioritized, obviously, the M1A1 yeah. to them. There's a so there's a we'll very, see. very curious photo taken on D-Day on Omaha Beach of a guy with an M1A1 carbine. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah. That's a very yeah. disputed Very photo. weird. People are like, but what the hell? There's even a more random one that's very famous. There's a photo of a British paratrooper on the Oosterbeek uh, perimeter in the early 20s of September of 44, with an M1 carbine infantry, like, set up stock. Literally, like, right there. Oh, yeah. Protecting his side. And no way he would have got that drop to him. No way would he get ammunition for it. He brought that so with him from England. Yeah. yeah, probably in a glider or something. Yep. But it's crazy. It's like a Brit with a standard M1 carbine at Arnhem. Why? Very uh, strange. What the fuck? But it's an assault rifle. It's a great gun, you know, if you use it right. So oh, I can I, see I why love someone the M1 would. Carbine. Oh, I can shoot favorites. it all day. I love them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're fucking awesome. 15 rounds yeah. on a blink of an eye, you know? And you got another 15 ready to go. And then you fucking pay 30 bucks for a home for a full sh mag that you shoot because it costs that much well, now. That's but, the, yeah, well, uh, if, if you didn't stock up beforehand, yeah. but like <laughs> That's the next gun I want to buy is, is one of those. I just made Sean do awesome. it. Do it now because if you don't, it's just I can't go do it higher. now, dude. <laughs> Not right now. It's awful. You can dude. get a good it's project awful. for about a thousand today. Yeah, yeah. You can. You could probably. You could probably build one from scratch. Okay. Um, Twelve to fifteen. And yeah, I mean, because I think in, right now they're market pricing. If you're lucky, between sixteen to eighteen and higher. Okay. For yeah. correct configurations. Yeah, for a correct yeah. War Two configuration. K98, yep. Loves their Car 98. Yeah. I would have actually liked to see more of these. There was only like one scene of it. Yeah. I don't even remember them being shot or anything. Yeah. No, they weren't. I saw that. Yeah. Random, but I saw a great photo today pop up on Facebook from 1947, 
and it's this guy in Pennsylvania. He shot his first buck of the season, like a probably eight or ten pointer, and he's smiling, looking at the camera. He's got a perfect candy eight on it with its safety on, and it's like that's a World War II vet. That was using a his trophy back, rifle. Yeah. yeah, to shoot well, the fucking. Yeah. And it's it's just so type 99s. They use oh, yeah. fucking. But it was yeah, just it was really yeah. it was really cool to see that. And it's like fucking yep. guy in plaid with like a fucking thirties Ford, like middle rural Pennsylvania with a pristine yep. his bring back. And it's like that's just it's cool. So. You know, it's all matching too. You know that. Oh yeah, and it's it, like it, it fucking yeah, it's it, fucking. It, unfortunately, his son cut it up to make it into something to make it into a model seventy he couldn't afford. Oh, God. But Love it her. was just yeah. really cool to see that, like you know, a guy having pride with his bring home. Right. So. So the SCG-44, we already talked about this in depth. Yeah. Um, the Buzzrick Syngun. Yep. People I, love them. Yeah, I mean, just not, in my opinion, very accurate for this day and this place. But, but, very impressive to see on film, as many as you see on film. Yeah, oh, it is, definitely. Let's, let's at least give that credit, because that's oh, something I, you I definitely don't see will, that much. Yeah. You normally see just one, yeah. and it's... The most I've you know, ever seen bad. in a movie is Downfall. That's the most I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. And the fact that this chick oh, can what fucking... what movie's that? I don't know that movie. <laughs> Downfall. If that was a legit answer, I would kill you. Oh, it's really cool. So, it's about Hitler's secretary, okay? And it starts with the interview in 1942. So. <laughs> Just watch the movie. So, Chloe carrying this fucking MP... Or the Sturmgewehr 44... Yeah. Um, that's impressive because those things are fucking heavy, right? especially that Even angle. Me, all the all the weights yeah, down. That, that angle. That's a terrible. She's got the way grenades, to and then it. she's yeah. just trying to hoof shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like finger that, on the trigger. Yep. And she's got extra magazines that she threw to. Yeah. So like, looks like it, it's behind the trigger, but yeah, it's weird. It's mm-hmm. a heavy fucking yeah. weapon. Like it's. It might be a prop that she's gripping with all her might because how heavy it is, and she's pulling the trigger in the, as she tries to keep it up. You know what she's I mean? Gonna like, behind the trigger. I, it looks like behind. Yeah, the oh, okay. But behind I th- yeah, the but I think that's what it is, though. It's she's trying to use all her. Umph- <laughs> yeah, because Mike, they're Mike, they're fucking heavy. Mike B, have you ever um, have you ever held one? Have you ever seen one? Yeah. Yep. Have you ever fired one? Nope. Okay. They're really interesting. They're really. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I've I've held yeah. a real one, but like um, yeah, I just never was. I, I love know. the way they sound when you rack them. They're so clunky. <laughs> Like it's just, it's, 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 yeah. it's that tilting, it's that tilting bolt. Well, um, also it's a, it's design. a huge chunk of metal going through a, even a bigger piece of stamped hollow steel. Like, you know, it's just this yeah. very, it's like you an know, acoustic. Just, yeah. Cocky yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever racked a G3? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Do they slap at everything? Yeah. Is this, is it? It's similar. It's similar? got a, yeah. yeah. That's why I hate the G3 though. Cause it's got such a crazy recoil. That fucking, that block is way too heavy. That, that whole. It does, work. but also I've grown it's to love huge. the fucking G3. Anyway, well, going down. You could have it, and I'll have my FAL. So, Well, I have both, and I used to prefer the FAL, but for reliability in the cold, I have grown to <laughs> love the is, G3. And that is a contender where you are. So, mm-hmm. And I've grown to love G3. But, um, yeah, so the 03A4, we've already talked about that. Um, he's holding fucking, it He's holding it really fucking weird, and he's fucking not Fucking push you, you know. <laughs> I'm the push Oh, yeah, the BAR. Yep. The, the 34s were done. Yeah, the 34s, in my opinion, were done very well for the fire rate. The tracers, not great. But um, the actual fire rate and everything and, like, the kind of recoil and handling. This this ambush right here was really good. Mm-hmm. Yep, like, I, really I agree. Really well done in terms yep. of watching the impacts. The fire rate's a little slow, just a little. It's more like a 30, but it's, like, in between a 30 and a real 34. But I love... The way it was implemented, because you see 
LMG ambushes like that just go so horribly bad in movies and everything. And you guys always complain about it. Look, they got dummies on the load. Cosmetic rounds. They did, yeah. Yeah, They Mm -hmm. did. Cosmetic rounds, yeah. And um, But it's a good thing that also, like, it wasn't just like this, everybody dropped at once. It was like he had to actually aim, and you'd see him go from left to right Mm -hmm. on the fucking target. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah. anyway, the Mark II, it's Mark II A1, but yeah. Sent you that. Um, I sent that you that image. That's your thumbnail right there. <laughs> yeah, with the fucking. If yeah. I go get a soda, I'll try it again. I just can't get it that deep in my mouth. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> like how you said that's what she said before you even finished. You like that must have been a fucking foam prop or something. No, d- no, Mike. I'll tell you what they did. They took a prop yeah, they and they cut it in half. They cut it in half, yeah, so that he could go. Because he could yep. move it around the and way do that. that. Otherwise, the way he, like he has it, Michael. I was gonna say, yeah, that's what they did. Because again, when they got on set, they said this can't work with the real thing. Like he can't. I the actor said, I can't fit this fucking thing in my mouth, dude. Look at that. Look at that plastic. Yeah. It's also post for. That's that's yeah. not plastic. That's just a modern fucking metal fuse with a um or a metal. It's a. It's one of the modern fuses that cannot be made at all. Because the spoon, it, yeah, Mikey, you're correct on that assumption. They thought the spoon was just well, that's what I the act what was like the pin, right. and the pin is the spoon. That's why I say right. this is this yeah. is a quintessential example of someone coming up with an idea but not knowing anything about the stuff surrounding it. You know, also yeah, his rank pip is not squared up, and that's not correct. So, <laughs> why wasn't nerd. that the poster right there? <laughs> I can make it the make poster. Make it the poster, yeah. Overlord. Yeah. Where we eat grenades. So fucking stupid. Uh. <laughs> so stupid. That was so fucking retarded. Yeah. The 1924. Yeah, potato yeah. mashers. Hey, hey, Brian, but look at the look at the handle. They actually got it. That's a pretty good repro. Yeah, the top isn't good, but the bottom is good. It's no, no, no but like the handle itself is good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's the right color. It's not lacquered. And it's, it's also nice. like it's it's tapered mm-hmm. off where it needs to be. It's not like super long on the top. So. Yeah. But yeah. They've seen a lot worse. The Flammenwerfer. Yep. Yes. It verfs Flammen. You see the fucking blue flame on the tip? It's a propane mock-up. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. for, <laughs> dude. Flamethrower yeah, right is a, in movie. <laughs> yeah, in movies, they always do this because they have it's a to. propane gun. Real yeah. flamethrowers, they throw like jelly gas yeah napalm basically and so oh it's yeah it's, it's like it's fucking disgusting yeah it's not just like they're, they're they're shooting fire it's like no we're throwing a liquid onto you yeah that's burning not good and you can't get it off of you yeah they, they they've never gotten it right in a movie so yeah um this is no exception yep. so all right yeah we got i'm fdb done yep. you want to move into the th- final thoughts wrap this fucking thing up I think it's time for final thoughts. Yes. Yep. Who wants to go first? Why don't you go first, Brian? Sure. So, yeah, I think we've talked about a lot of things in this film. Um, please don't judge a book by its cover. This is one that's definitely worth watching. Um, you know, especially this time of year, there's not a lot of war films that are horror films, you know, and this one has the most amount of money ever thrown at that type of idea for a film. And it's got points that really show well, you know, it's, it's, it's well-made for what it is and it's worth a watch. Um, yeah, it's just, it's great for what it is. And, uh, I wish it was more original in some ways. Obviously it's just like, okay, 
sit down, I got an idea. Wolfenstein, but D-Day and Band of Brothers. Yeah. It's, and it's like, it's, a little bit of SPR in here. It's very yeah, much you know. a template when it comes to, Holy you know, like, fucking shit, that's a big budget. What was the budget? Thirty-eight million. Woo! That's the thing. It's like a huge budget. Grossed. It grossed only forty-one million. Oh, but hey, they made a a profit. It's a win. Yep. Well, that was you know the J.J. Abrams behind the project, and it was I think just happened at a time in his career where they're like, sure, why not? We'll throw you a ton of money, and in some ways, it's awesome in other ways it's a little annoying but overall um it's a good film just get through the first 10 minutes and i assure you that you'll find something that you like so that being said i am going to give this a 7.3 out of 10 for what it is i think it's a really good horror war film and comparing to the other ones you know this is probably the best one out there so i pass the talking pillow to michael um yeah so yes in terms of the i was actually thinking about it when we decided to do this i was like what is the very first alternate history like sci-fi slash you know war like world war ii thing i think it might be raiders of the lost ark um when it comes to this sort of thing um but yeah so in terms of that sort of thing i know it's something to think about right um it's a, I guess you could 10 out of 10, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah. No, we, no we don't, 12. <laughs> we can, I can watch that one any day. Like most people. My yeah, age. Any, any I, I got to get my cousin on here to try to get him to talk about when he was on production. Right. But, but I think, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think that might be the first of this sort of kind of weird genre where it's like world war two fantasy kind of thing. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, not, not the worst I've seen when it comes to that, but um I don't know. Yeah. Like, I feel like it, they came up with this idea, but then it's just like, there's this very predictable template that's over it. You know, it's like, you got to have all these things. Like you got to have the badass chick. You got to have, you know, um, the mad scientist you got to have. And it's just like, it all kind of adds up to something that's not very interesting in my opinion, where it's like the super soldier. It's like Wolfenstein's already done that, you know? Um, so, uh, I think I'm just going to give it a five because yeah, it's like, it's for what it is. It is well done. Like it looks really good. You can tell as Nate, as Nate just said, wow, the budget for this was huge. You can tell. Um, but uh, yeah, not, not bad, but I don't think I'll ever watch it again. So I'm just going to give it a five. So I'm going to pass it off to Mr. B. Yep. Agreed. Um, again, like we've all said, if you're listening get through the first few minutes. Um, I did it. You can do it too. This wasn't like one of those where, again, I didn't message any, any one of you fuckers today. Mm-hmm. I yeah. told Michael, I was like, Mike B hasn't sent me a message yet, so it must not be too bad. I know, I was a little surprised. I was like, expecting fuck. that. Yeah. yeah, I was like, fuck, you know, I can't do this at the beginning, but I'm like, okay, but it's not a serious film. Uh, it's not trying to portray history correctly, so whatever. But they actually did a better Ironically, they did a better job of portraying like the uniforms and the gear and shit than most actual serious films do, which is funny. Was, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, and it, yeah. it's very, very interesting. Uh, obviously, I could pick apart the technical flaws all day with the uniforms and all that shit and the, the helmet nets, especially like not the correct ones, but like uh, they should be brown. Correct. And um, anyway, shit like that. But it's like, who gives a fuck? It's a fucking fun film. It gets retarded, which I like. It, it gets retarded in the best possible way. But it owns it, so. That's what I mean. Like, it, yeah. it, the best possible way. It's like, 
it's 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 believable in that realm. And so if you go into it and you're not expecting a serious like portrayal of history, it's entertaining as shit. And for that, I can give up all the fucking things that it didn't get right historically. Blah, blah, blah. We bitched about a couple of those things. Who gives a fuck? So yeah, I'm also like, my, my score in my head is a 4.8. I would say if you have the time and around Halloween, especially if you have the time to watch it, it's not a total fucking waste of time. It's about a three quarters waste of time, but it's like, there's some redeeming qualities and it's entertaining. That's the thing. It entertains you and that's what it's supposed to do. And you can see the budget, but there's just so much shit, whatever, like I can't get past, but it, it was, it's kind of funny actually to me. This whole thing. Like, it was funny to so me, too. It's, it's entertaining. 4.8 out of 10. Nathaniel. Oh, no. Um, the Hulk is about to emerge. <laughs> that totally I was not ready for that. I don't know why. <laughs> it's because he said it so well, casually. I should have so just casually. fucking... Yeah, I should have just fucking accepted my fate. I've I called you that. that in person, and you did nothing, so I'm free to say it right here. I don't know why it bothers me. Probably because I turn off my brain when you say it to me in person, but here it's like a fucking it's a fucking it's a fucking Xbox nerd rage where you're like you, you want you're telling me you want to fuck my mom and I'm like well, yeah, but again, you little I shit. said it to you in person. I had the balls to say it to you expecting to get punched right, and it, in the it, cock. Pro- probably because I was working and that might be what it is. Well might, okay yeah. fair. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um no, I mean, like, to, to, to kind of point, to hit all the points all of, all around. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, this is this is a, a, a film that is obviously not on the same pedestal as the rest of ours. You know, same like with Death Watch. It's, it's on that yep. same pedestal. So, you know, for me, I, 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 I remember when we did Death Watch, it was, it, it, I held it in pretty high regard. You know, there are some tropey things to it. Um, you know, um, and the reason why I lead into this is that, you know, Mike A had said at the very end, like, you know, it, I can predict it. I can do all this stuff. I understand what's going to happen. Most fucking horror movies are like that. I'm not, I'm not attacking you. I'm just saying like, just in general, it's like most horror films you can read on the fucking back. That's why hand, I'm not a horror fan. You know, right. Same, probably the same with me. Um, well, I'm also a big fucking bitch baby, but you know, it's, it's I'm point. not that. Um, uh, so, so, so <laughs> glad you defended yourself. There How you about go. that? Um, so, so like I, I going into that, going into at that point, it's like, you know, I don't, I don't hold this at the same kind of, you know, level of detail scrutiny that I normally do. Um, I also have a big kind of, um, soft spot for this movie in general i think you know i think the 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 cinematography is really well done the editing is really well done the sound effects are really well done and the gunplay although it might be you know tactical bullshit it's still really well done considering all the other movies we've ever watched that doesn't do it right um physics seems to be something that kind of in, in the world of nazi zombies physics kind of plays in this movie a little bit um which i like and i appreciate um but, you know, the guy can't deep throat an MK2. So, I mean, like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> what to give it at that point. But, um, no, I mean, like, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy this movie. And I think going to Mike B's comment about it, it's, it's entertaining. It's very entertaining. 
I can sit down and I can watch this and I know that I'm going to be entertained. And I've seen it multiple times and I still am very entertained every time. And I will say that, and I'm just probably more of a fanboy than anything else. I can't remember his name because he's Dutch and he's got a lot of fucking vowels in his name. But the guy who plays the baddie, um, he does a wonderful job with any acting job he does. So He's Danish. What did I say, Dutch? Yep. One of the D's. I meant to say Danish. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, Michael, I, 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 I wanted to make. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say my, Mike A would would have gotten viscerally angry. Um, no, no, Nate's people. Um, he loves the Danes. Yeah. I love the Danes. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I'm not keeping good. that in. That was too impressive not to. Yeah, that's anyway, the only way to respond just, to loving I the Danes. I just about threw up. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, Nate, edit it when I when I say, "All right, Mike, what do you think?" Just put that in there. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll just do that. Yeah, <laughs> I think I vomited. <laughs> <laughs> then I got oh, sick no. out of both ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no, I mean, like to wrap it all up because I could go on about all the little detail mores, but to wrap it up. Um, I think I'm going to give it the highest out of everyone tonight. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to follow the Mike B rules of giving it weird decimals, 7.8 out of 10 screaming Mel Gibson. It, it deserves that high of a rank. I would give it an eight, but there's just some things that didn't age well this time watching it just in terms of cinema stuff and tropes and things. But again, it's a fucking World War II horror film fantasy Nazi zombies. If you want to watch it, it's probably the best movie for that. And I don't give a fuck what Brian says because he's going to say Dead Snow is the best, and he's wrong. But <laughs> he is wrong. Yeah, um, that's a different. That's a different genre. That's 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 retard. War II. That's like. Well, it's not even a World War Two horror. It's not even a World War Two horror film at that point. It's a. It's a comedy, is what it, it is. <laughs> it's a horror film. It's just not a World War Two horror film. Anyway, I digress. Um. No, I, 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 I thoroughly enjoy it every time I watch it, and I think it's worth a watch. I think it's worth a watch at least once, um, and it's definitely, you know, of the up there of that. And and also, just to give a shout-out, everyone should watch Death Watch, too. If you're trying to find war-themed um, uh, Halloween movies, definitely give Death Watch a watch, um, and, uh, and go listen to our pod about that, too. <laughs> Silver Shamrock endorsed. Silver that's a- Shamrock <laughs> I can't put it in because of copyright, oh. but yes, there you go, yes. So, yeah. Um, and First Blood made it but, through? Well, First Blood's a short, so it doesn't matter if that gets pegged. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, okay. your singing's going to mask most of that, so it's That's fine. That's true, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, Brian. So, putting the scores into the computer that will tell us if there actually was a Nazi lab underneath that radio tower beacon, uh, we get a score of 6.2 out of 10. Mm. So yeah, it's worth a watch. Bad. You know, is that, is that the radio tower Wade dies on or no? <laughs> <laughs> but my liver, it's my liver. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good movie. It's definitely worth a watch. And yeah, it's especially this time of year. There's really no reason not to watch it. If you're, if you want to watch a horror film, but you want to watch something also military, and it's October. Well, I'll just yeah. say this really quick. Um, so my wife, like, I went out there and I was like, "Yeah, it was just a fucking World War II like kind of horror film zombie movie." She's like, "Well, I totally would have watched that with you," and she never <laughs> says that. And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, it, I, it would be fun." I wanted yeah. to say that too. This is a great film if you have a spouse that's super into horror. And you want to well, watch like not, the bridge she's gap, like, yeah. but yeah, like a lot of you know, Gone Girl like kind a, of shit. It's not today. like a scary fucking movie, you know. It's not like a, a fucking actual like. Again, we we were talking, we were t- 
we were talking about our, 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 earlier. We were talking about like what is actually like scary, like for horror films. This is not one of those. It's entertaining mm-hmm. as fuck. Mm-hmm. So it's more bombastic. Yeah. And, yeah. and I do have to say this because someone said this, but Dead Snow is very entertaining for what it is. Like, yes. it's, a, it's a stupid movie, yes, but for what it is, that fucking mini chainsaw scene is so funny. Like, <laughs> fucking, I don't care who you are, but just had to address that. Anyway, um, no, it's, it's a good movie. It falls into the 4-7, definitely watch it range, you know? Tuesday matinee, or Thursday matinee, or this time of year, it can even be a weekend movie. Again, if but, you got time, go for it. Look, I yeah. stuck a grenade in my mouth for this movie review, so someone should. And we had to watch that. Watch you didn't. We, we took that <laughs> bullet for that. you. Yeah. Imagine. So let's let let's just paint this for everyone that can't see this. You know the movie Shrek. That's what Nathan looks like. So imagine if Shrek decided to put a pineapple grenade in his mouth. Release his fucking beards trim this week. Donkey. Donkey. The old day donkey. The old day. By the way, I'm also wearing a old bay hat and. An and a Baltimore Orioles shirt. So there you go. You want to paint the picture? And he's wearing no so. pants. So there well, you go. was bitching to me about Baltimore last week. Yeah, that's the worst place in the world. But anyway, um, <laughs> happy yeah, Halloween. I'll keep it in. Baltimore fucking sucks. It is oh, fucking me? stab city. But um, yeah. thank you for your time. Happy Halloween. Happy spooky season for those that love this season. Sorry, it's coming to an end, but next year's right around the corner. And. We'll catch you guys next week. Later. Mike B, I, I, I still taste you in my mouth, man. I don't like it. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a rating. Otherwise, Mel Gibson won't stop screaming. If you like this content, make sure to check out our Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram pages. If you want to directly support our work, make sure to check out our Patreon. All these links are in the description below. Until the next time, scuttlebutt out.